Who are these like stars appearing? These before God's throne who stand. Each a golden crown is wearing. Who are all this glorious band? Alleluia, hark, they sing, praising loud their heavenly king. Who are these of dazzling brightness, these in God's own truth arrayed? Clad in robes of purest whiteness, robes whose luster never shall fade, never be touched by time's rude hand. Whence come all this glorious band? These are they whose hearts were riven, sore with woe and anguish tried, who in prayer often have striven with the God they glorified. Now their painful conflict o'er, God has made them weep no more. Those are words of a hymn that we might have sung today if it weren't that COVID-19 has forbidden us to sing together for the time being. We're celebrating All Saints Day a little differently this year. We are missing our music, our organ, our choirs. We're missing the white hanging mobile made by Diane Shanerock that usually hovers above our heads and where we pin slips with the names of our departed loved ones on them. We're missing the figures of saints old and saints new that are usually paraded down the aisle, big puppet figures of Mary and Francis and Dr. King and Mother Teresa. On the other hand, we have some new things this year. We have our outdoor ofrenda and our prayer flags out in Jerusalem courtyard bearing witness to the names and photos and artifacts of those who have gone before. And there are some things that are just the same. What is the same this year as every year on the lawn or in the church or wherever is that the saints are here. The saints of all times and places, are invisibly with us, gathered here on this lawn, around this table, to join in the eternal act of praise. They're praising with us the God who sustained them in their time, who sustains us in ours. Now, the word saint can mean more than one thing. Sometimes it's used for those great figures of the faith, the ones we remember as living examples of what it can look like in a human life to follow Jesus. Figures like St. Paul and St. Mary, or St. Francis or St. Clare. But saints has a broader meaning too. And in fact, in the Bible, in the pages of the New Testament, the word saint is used over and over simply to refer to Christians in general, to all the members of the church. Scripture tells us that all the members of the church together are a holy people, a kind of collective sainthood. And so when Paul writes his letters to the various early churches, he usually starts out with something like, Paul to the saints in Corinth, or Paul to the saints in Rome, or to the saints in Philippi. And we know from what he writes in those letters that a lot of those believers that he was writing to in those churches were not exactly what we might consider as saints. These were ordinary, very flawed Christians in churches that experienced conflict and suffering and all the ups and downs of ordinary life, just as we do today. And they were saints because they'd put their faith in Christ. They'd been baptized into the name of Jesus and that all by itself 
was enough to make them holy, was enough to make them saints. So today we gather as the saints at Incarnation Santa Rosa. And today, April and Summer Davidson are about to take their places in that great number. What that book of Revelation calls the great multitude that no one can count, robed in their white robes, singing praises to the Lamb. Today, April and Summer are washing their robes and making them white in the blood of the Lamb. Today, they are drinking deeply from the springs of the water of life. Today, the life of Jesus flows into them to make them saints, to make them holy, just as every member of Christ's body is holy. Is an outdoor church great? Today, the life of Jesus is flowing into summer and April to make them holy, not because they are so perfect out of their own merits, but out of God's love, out of God's grace. And our reading from Revelation says that that great multitude comes from every tribe, every people, every language. Think for a moment about all the different times and conditions that the saints of God have lived in. We can hold on to that. We can hold on to that in our own very strange time. As we prepare for an election this week whose consequences will be vast, no matter what the outcome will be. As we live through a worldwide pandemic and economic crisis, through struggles over racial justice, we can hold to the fact that the saints of God have endured under very good governments and under very, very bad ones, and sometimes under no government at all under dictatorships and empires, under democracies, in conditions of anarchy. There have been pandemics and plagues. There have been wars. There have been famines. And sometimes there have even been seasons of relative peace and prosperity. But following Jesus has never been a guarantee of an easy life. In fact, quite the opposite. The angel says to John that these are the ones who have come out of a great ordeal. And following Jesus involves a struggle because it means practicing a way of life that goes against the grain of what the world's systems of prestige and power expect. In a few minutes, April and summer will make promises about that way of life. And because those promises are never held as a solitary thing, but they're promises that belong to all of us, the rest of us will be asked to join in with them. Will you resist evil? Will you practice repentance? Will you seek Christ and serve Christ in all persons, not just those who look like you or act like you? Will you love your neighbor as yourself? Will you strive for justice and peace? And will you respect the dignity of every human being? Those baptismal commitments from our prayer book are worded a little differently than the Beatitudes in the gospel reading we heard today, but the spirit that animates them is exactly the same. Those famous series of blessings that Jesus offers in our gospel reading today. The world tends to say, blessed are the brash, 
Blessed are the wealthy. Blessed are those who can effectively sow division. Blessed are those who can humiliate their opponents. Jesus says the opposite. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Blessed are those who make peace. Blessed are those who show mercy. Mercy. Blessed are those who are pure in heart and blessed are those who are thirsty for justice. And he says that the saints might mourn. And he says that they might be persecuted because sooner or later, if you follow the way of Jesus, you will collide with another set of values. But Jesus shows us that what the world thinks is power isn't true power. We serve a God who loves those who are left out, those who are poor, those who are persecuted. Just like it says in Revelation, we serve a God who will shelter them and wipe every tear from their eyes. So this is what we're here to do today, to add summer and April to that great chain of saints. So they take their places in it. They'll do it in these waters, in this fountain of life. And each of us today will have a chance to join in the renewal of our own baptism and to be sprinkled anew with these waters. One of the very few things from the liturgy that we can actually do in a socially distanced way. If you've been baptized, let that be stirred up in you again today. Remember that you are clothed with Christ. And if you haven't yet been baptized, take these moments to experience how deeply God loves you and cherishes you. And maybe let the Spirit work on you to wonder if you too might be called to these waters and to this life. If you go to the city of Rome to the ancient baptismal font at the Cathedral of St. John, which is a huge pool, it's almost swimming pool sized, and it's where every new Christian in the city of Rome used to come in the early days, in the early centuries. There's an inscription, and I want to leave us with part of that inscription today. Here, here is born in spirit-soaked fertility, a brood destined for a heavenly city, begotten by the breath of God. Reborn in these depths, they reach for heaven's realm. This spring is life that floods the world its awesome source from the wounds of Christ. They know no hate who are made one here by one font, one spirit, one faith. Come sinner and fear not your sins for those born here are holy. Those born here are saints.